Are you anointed with the Holy Spirit when you minister to children? Or are you just entertaining them because you're really talented? Is there a difference between anointing and entertaining? And is it possible that most children's ministers never even think about the anointing, never look for the anointing, or even expect the anointing when they minister to kids? And does it matter? Well, hi, I'm Becky Fisher, and I'm passionate about bringing the presence of God into my children's services because it is only the anointing that breaks the yoke, and every child has yokes that need to be broken. You're listening to Equipping Kingdom Kids. My name is Becky Fisher, and this is a podcast for both spirit-filled parents and children's ministry leaders who are interested in raising a generation of boys and girls to walk in the supernatural power of God. This is episode number nine. Are you anointed or just a good entertainer? So what is the anointing? Well, it's a big subject, and we've only got so much time, so I linked a couple of really great articles below in the description if you want to search it out further. Also, before we discuss the anointing in our kids' services, let's get some background on it. Let's look into the Bible, quickly look at examples of King Saul and King David in the Old Testament because they are the ones we're most familiar with the term being anointed. Now, Samuel the prophet anointed each one of them at different times to be the king of Israel. But to do this, he poured oil on their heads, which we know represents the Holy Spirit. Now, in the case of Saul, Samuel prophesied to him that when he did it, that the Spirit of the Lord was going to come powerfully upon you and you will prophesy and be changed into a different person. And it came to pass just like he said. Something was going to change in Saul and he would begin to operate supernaturally in a power beyond his natural ability to function. Now Saul was later rejected as king and as such he lost the anointing. And Samuel then turned around and anointed a young man named David to be king. Now once again he poured oil on his head. Once again the symbol of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says immediately the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David from that day on. Now, do you ever wonder if you'd have been standing there, what would that have looked like? Did David's countenance change? Did David himself sense anything different? Was there a change in the atmosphere around them? Did the people standing around sense a change? Or was it just one of those things the Bible says it was imperceptible, just something that God knew, but the humans standing around had no idea what was going on? Well, personally, I believe people around them could sense something. Whether they could see anything or not is another issue, but there was a change in and on both men. I believe the anointing still impacts people in similar ways today. Today, we don't have to have oil poured on our heads because as Christians, the Holy Spirit now resides on the inside of us. If you're a believer in Christ, the Holy Spirit dwells in you. Therefore, the Holy Spirit or the anointing is in you all the time. Sometimes we're just more aware of it than others. Now, be sure and stick with me all the way to the end of this video because I'm going to share five ways to help you increase the anointing in your services. So let's ask ourselves the question, what is the anointing? 
Anointing is a burden-removing and yoke-breaking power of God that empowers a man or a woman to function supernaturally, to do things for Him that they normally could not do on their own. So let's break it down even further for the sake of this conversation. I'm going to say when I sense the anointing of the Holy Spirit in my life, whether I'm teaching adults or kids, I literally feel His presence with me. Sometimes it's strong, sometimes I'm just aware He's there. But as I get deeper into my sermons, many times I feel His presence getting stronger and more evident and more intense. It reminds me of a time when I was a children's pastor and I was leading my kids in worship. Now, we didn't have a live band in those days. We just depended on CDs. So we were playing this one particular worship song in our service and the kids were entering in real well when the music suddenly modulated up to another key. Do you know what I mean by that? Musicians do this all the time in church and even in secular music. But this day when it happened, I instantly felt an increase of the presence of the Holy Spirit in the room and I never wanted to take his presence for granted and I never wanted my kids to miss it because many times they don't know what they're feeling or sensing around them and research says most kids in our churches will tell you to their knowledge they've never felt the presence of God so I wanted to make sure they were very aware of what had just happened so I stopped the music and of course instantly all eyes were open and on me and I said did you guys feel that? And they just stared at me because they had no idea what I was talking about. I said, did you notice that when the music went up to a higher key, that the presence of God just got stronger in this room? You could kind of see the wheels turning in their heads. Their eyes got a little bit bigger and slowly a few of the kids began to nod their heads. So we played the song again so they could pay attention. And it was a powerful little instruction time on the presence of God. A week later, one of the moms came in to talk to me and she was smiling. She says, Becky, Courtney and I were driving in the car this week, listening to some Christian music. And one of the songs went up to another key when all of a sudden Courtney hollered, mom, did you feel that? The presence of God just got stronger in this car. Oh, we both had a good laugh, but that's the whole point. We need our kids to recognize the presence of God. Now, if you are confused when I say, is there an anointing in your kids' services, and you have no idea what I'm talking about, just think of the worship music in your adult services. What do you feel? Most of you would say a strong presence of the Holy Spirit. That's the anointing. It's all about his presence. No matter how gifted and talented we as children's ministers are, there's nothing as entertaining as the presence of the Holy Spirit. You can be crazy gifted, but only the anointing of the Holy Spirit can change children into something new. Only the Holy Spirit can break the bondages of sin, depression, fear, abuse, suicide even, and more in the life of a child. One of my good friends and mentors in children's ministry is John Tash. Many of you probably know him. I got connected with John years ago because he was one of the only kids ministers at the time that I knew of that taught his kids to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. So I invited him to my church one year to hold a vacation Bible school. It was top notch. He had a team with him. They played games every night for up to two hours and it just went on and on. And of course the kids absolutely loved that. They were as professional as anything I had ever seen. They could easily have competed with the world in their genre. 
But because of his reputation, I kept wanting to see the move of God in his services. He was a master at what he did. And I can honestly say during those games, I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. Then on a dime, he stopped playing the games and masterfully, he began a powerful 10 minute sermon. Maybe it was 15 minutes, but it wasn't long. And he gave an altar call and the kids flooded the altar. The anointing was so strong in that place. And for the next hour and a half, 175 kids stayed at the altar in the presence of the Holy Spirit, crying and weeping and seeking God. Many got saved and filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues. It was a mind blower. I'd never seen anything like it at that time. When the conference was over, I asked him, John, why do you play so many games? He paused. He just looked me deep into the eyes and said, because I'm anointed to play games. And he was. Now, there's nothing wrong with entertainment when the Holy Spirit's anointing is upon you and you recognize that he's the star of the show and your goal is to draw your kids into the presence of God. And children's minister, do not confuse the anointing with an adrenaline rush. They are completely different. Strong's Concordance says that the anointing is a special endowment of the Holy Spirit. To endow means to equip, rather prepare, supply, or provide someone with a special ability to minister to others. There can be as many special abilities to minister as there are people, especially in kids' ministry. In John's case, it was playing games. But we live in such an entertainment-saturated society. My fear is that we have honed our skills, whatever they may be, because they're fun and we love doing it and they're exciting and we forget that it's the anointing or God's supernatural presence that's needed in our services. We have too often become entertainers instead of ministers and there is a difference. I was out of town one time over the weekend and I decided to visit a children's ministry service by a man who I was told was one of the best. So I was so excited because I always want to learn everything I can to become better at what I do. His room was excellently decorated with awesome staging in the front. It included an area for puppetry. It was just really very well done. So you got excited just walking into the room. And as he began his service, you could see he was really a creative and talented guy. He acted out a comedy skit. He did a puppet skit. He was a good actor, a good puppeteer. He did a fun activity for scripture memorization and that's good kids need to memorize scripture and I don't remember what else went on in that service but the service just went on forever and I kept wondering when's he gonna get to the meat when is he gonna get to the good stuff the Word of God my expectations had been set high but I have to tell you as talented as this guy was I never one time felt an ounce of the anointing of the Holy Spirit or his presence in that service. The kids were bored, they were not engaged in what he was doing, and he was talented. Acts 10.38 said that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, and he went around doing good and healing all that were under the power of the devil because God was with him. The anointing will bring in signs and wonders and miracles into your services. Kids will go home healed, inside and out. They will be changed in his presence. I would rather have the presence of the Holy Spirit and a sense of his power any day than the best entertainment we can muster. 
and I love to entertain like everyone else. Signs and wonders and changed lives will be some of the evidences of the anointing in your services. Jesus said, For the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind to set the oppressed free. He was anointed for that, and so are we, because the anointed one lives on the inside of us. That's what the anointing is for. There's nothing wrong with good, wholesome entertainment. Hone your skills. Be the best you can be in whatever talent God has given you. But never sacrifice the anointing for entertainment in your children's services because it's the anointing that's going to change lives. Make having His presence in your room your highest priority. So, I said I was going to give you five tips on how to increase the anointing in your services. So here we go. Write them down. Number one, fellowship with the Holy Spirit every day in your Bible reading and in prayer. You can't give out what you don't have. You can't water others from a dry well. If you want the anointing and his presence, you have to seek his presence. Number two, pray over your sermons and services as intensely as you practice your skills and skits and magic tricks. Ask God what he wants you to teach on and be quick to follow his leading. Don't just depend on, oh, well, this is a really good object lesson. I really want to do this this week, so I'm going to do that. No, ask God what he wants you to do. He will give you some of the most anointed object lessons that you could have never come up on your own. He knows better than anyone what your kids need to hear each week and what their hearts are hungering for. Number three, invite the Holy Spirit into your services. Then watch for His presence. Stay alert. Pay attention. And if you weren't able to feel His presence in a service, be honest about it. And when you get alone with God afterwards, ask Him to show you what happened and what you need to change next time. Number four, value and cherish the anointing. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit pushing him aside because you want to showcase your skills and your gifts. You're not to be the focus in your services. He is. Teach your kids to watch for the anointing. Teach them what the anointing is. Teach them what God's presence feels like and what it looks like. And teach them to value the presence of the Holy Spirit. Then number five, then glorify Jesus. Take time to share testimonies about answered prayers and miracles that you've heard about because this makes your kids hungry to know more about Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Now, I hope you learned something from this video, and if you did, please tell your friends about it. Be sure to visit my website and check out our School of Supernatural Children's Ministry, where we have a ton of equipping and training for kids ministers just like you. Now, thank you for watching this latest video. You may or may not know that Kids in Ministry International is a nonprofit 501c3, and we do much work in the nations, in developing nations particularly, which means we need your help keeping all of our content free to the public. Now, please consider making a tax-deductible donation today. I'd really appreciate your support, and thanks for watching. I'll see you again. To see a video version of this podcast, go to youtube.com slash kidsinministry. To take advantage of any offers mentioned, please email us at kidsinministry at yahoo.com and mention the number and the name of this podcast.